Alexander Cavier at 93.7 FM. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, here with Stephanie Lord. She is a candidate that is uh, running. You can find her at Lord 2020, and she is running for the state house here in the state of New Mexico on the other side of the mountain. She is all about being pro-business and the former leader uh, for the now dormant uh, pro-gun women. But nonetheless, uh, she is leading the charge. Stephanie Lord, good afternoon. Thanks for being here. Good morning. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I got to figure out what time in the day it is. Sun's up. That means it's afternoon. That's right. You, you've uh, you have an interesting story to tell. Um, this is uh, probably the the largest rally up in Santa Fe. You organized that, and you know I've just gotten to know you this year. Um, we're 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 friends this year, um, and and uh, I have to say that you put on one hell of an organized event up in Santa Fe on January 31st of this year. I want to say that it was probably somewhere between, I don't know, 800 to 1,000 people up there at the Roundhouse to kind of push back against those red flag uh, gun bills. And uh, those passed, but uh, you have, uh, in my opinion, been uh, leading the charge. And I know that that is uh, the thing that's uh, first and foremost in terms of the top of your platform. And we need a pro-gun woman up in Santa Fe. Yeah, we need a, a real pro-gun candidate up there. One that won't say, I like the Second Amendment, but... I think the biggest frustration right now is that there's a whole bunch of people, especially on the Democrat side, who will say, oh, I support the Second Amendment, but they really don't. What they mean is, I support the Second Amendment as long as, or, or, for, or within the boundaries of what Michael Bloomberg wants. So, not me. I'm up there fighting for the rights. I'm the actual real voice of the people up there. The real rally that we had up there was huge. We had a lot of people up there because gun rights are super important in New Mexico. Uh, Stephanie, let's talk a little bit about uh, your uh, platform and uh, what you're running on and uh, how people can get in involved with your campaign. First, how do people get involved in your campaign? Well, you can uh, reach me at info at lord2020.com or go to my website, which is lord2020.com. And, of course, I always need lots of volunteers, lots of donations, because I'm literally running against Michael Bloomberg, and that is no exaggeration. How much money is uh, funneling your opponent, <laughs> funneled to your opponent? <laughs> Uh, tens of thousands at this point, literally tens of thousands of dollars coming directly from Michael Bloomberg um, and coming also uh, through Acorn. Remember Acorn? Oh, yeah. They were involved. Do I ever? Yeah, yeah they were involved. I, I was out in Vegas, by the way, when all that stuff was going on. Yeah, they were involved in um, they were involved in voter fraud, and now they're backing. They have a new name. It's called Olay, and that's their new name, and they're backing her, so they're getting her money they're hiding everything so you're telling me that uh acorn converted to olay yeah okay thank you that's a good insight have yet to uh have known that thank you yeah the uh the chapter president matthew henderson is now the president of olay and so the progressives have really become moving more towards the left uh yeah. you know i you know way way back in the day i was a democrat and uh, i'm sure you had your yeah. uh interest in the democrat party but the democrat party really left us long ago i constantly refer to John F. Kennedy would be a Republican today. Tell us yeah. how the Democrats left us. Well, that's actually there was an article today in the Albuquerque Journal talking about the exact same thing. I was a Democrat up until 1997. It never fit. It never worked. I couldn't figure out why until I relocated to Idaho, and then it all makes sense. But the Progressive Party, I mean, they're so – the Democrat Party's been taken over. They're radicalized. Everything about them is extreme left. I mean, my opponent is actually asking people to support Antifa – and to actually give money to help bail out rapists and murderers because she feels that that's the right thing. She doesn't, she's not law, she's not for 
uh, law enforcement. Is she aware of what happened up in Santa Fe just a couple days ago with the tearing down of a 150? Uh, doesn't she have a Hispanic surname? She's married to that name. Okay, but regardless, uh, her husband, I would imagine that uh, they would not be very happy with what took place, you know, if they really believe in strong traditional Hispanic values. Yeah, she's not going to. That's not her thing. She's from Pennsylvania. She doesn't really care. She's she's married to a man who's lived. He has lived here forever. He's part of the land grant. So and uh, you would think she would make commentary on that, but she doesn't. Here's the thing. The, the land grant. You mean the land grant that removed the Native Americans from their land? That's the way that she would look at it, for, but she's supporting the Antifa? That doesn't make any sense. Go figure. I can't figure out anything on their left-wing side. But, yeah, they're all about as being as radical as humanly possible. Um, they're extremists now. And so I, I'm hoping that the Democrats will see that their party's been taken over. I mean, she wants to dec- decriminalize all drugs, heroin, um, meth, cocaine. She's being funded by Moms Demand Action and Bloomberg. And she tries to pretend. I think the biggest thing that's making me extremely frustrated right now is that the two candidates running the, in the East Mountains on the Democrat side are trying to pretend that they're moderates, and they're not. It's impossible. You can no longer be moderate. The moderates were basically primaried out. There's no more moderate candidates, and all the rest of them now are as extreme as you can get. And they will pretend, like, like I said, they'll say, I like the Second Amendment, but once they get up there and get elected, the first thing that they're going to do is come for your guns. They're going to erase taxes I mean, we've, we've been run, unfortunately, by the Democrat Party since 1930, and we are the literal last in everything. So what I want is for people to say, okay, I've been voting Democrat forever, and it's definitely time for change, because we're going to go into an ultra-radical direction that we definitely don't need here. Um, and, I mean, my opponent, she wanted to raise money to bail out Antifa. She actually put that on her social media that she was all about getting these people bail money so that they could be let out. And some of them were literal rapists and murderers. So that's where we're at. They're anti-law and order. I don't actually know what they stand for anymore, and it, it, it's kind of scary. We're speaking of Stephanie Lord. You can find her at Lord 2020. Uh, we have an economic disaster. Uh, forget the COVID-19 disaster. Economic disaster is all around us uh, here. You see people picking up and, and leaving the state of New Mexico because uh, – the economic grounds here. What can you do to change that? And uh, where are your, where's your tax and business policies? You talk a lot about it, small business mm-hmm. um, in your ad. Yeah, I do. Well, here's the thing. Um, so my opponent runs on the fact that she's pro-business and that she owns a business. She doesn't. It was a business that was started by her husband's father, and he inherited it. She's not even on there listed as owner. So I have actually had a wellness clinic. I understand how business works. And I understand how important it is for New Mexico to change a direction as far as when it comes to business. And to do that, we need to replicate models like Texas. Texas is listed as number one for business. We're listed as, of course, last. We're last in everything. So the first thing we have to do is come up with a plan to actually bring business here instead of just talking about it. You can't just say, I'm pro-business. You have to have a plan. And on my website, I have a very detailed plan of what we can do. That's why I received an A from the New Mexico Business Coalition. So the thing we need to do is we have to, at the same time, reduce crime. That's a definite. We have to, like, really focus on it. Again, stop talking about it and really do it. We have to fix our schools. We have to fix the school system. And then we have to change our tax structure and bring more incentives to bring people here to New Mexico and stay. I think that's what we want. We want new people uh, coming to New Mexico. You said you had lived other places. And, uh, you know, we've been calling for real change. We've been moving uh, 
the goalposts to, to try and accommodate, you know, the COVID-19 restrictions. But that's not the type of change we want. We want change in leadership. How long have the Democrats been leading the, uh, and you, as you allude to in your uh, ad? 1930. They've been running. And I look at it, it's like, um, it, it's like the Titanic. It's heading towards the iceberg. I mean, we can't keep going in this direction without complete economic collapse. And we need to hand the wheel over to the Republicans and conservatives so that we can change the whole state into another direction. We can't keep going this way. We can't keep locking down. We can't keep we can't be a state where nobody wants to move to. When I talk to people about Albuquerque, they're like, well, won't my car get stolen if I move? I mean, that's like what we're known for. And that's embarrassing. I don't understand why we can't fix this issue. And I think a lot of it comes from upper people in the upper levels are not listening to the sheriffs. That's a big problem. Uh, I noticed that that has kind of died down, the sheriffs getting together. Uh, tell me what's going on with the sheriffs. I know you were uh, really well in touch with them because of all the uh, arrangements for uh, different uh, rallies that you were doing. Right. Uh, I have a lot of endorsement from the sheriffs. I talked to the sheriffs quite a bit. Uh, there, a lot of, Some of them are running, again, for office. Mark Cage is definitely running down in Eddy County. He's a great, great person. I love that guy. So right now I think the sheriffs are supporting me. They're supporting conservative candidates, and they're hoping that that will change because right now the sheriffs have no voice. Lujan, if you remember, shut, told them basically to shut up and gave them no voice. They have no voice at the table, and they know that until things change and we get more representation that is pro-law enforcement, that they will always be silenced. So. That's kind of what's happening with the sheriffs at this moment. There's a real big difference between you and your opponent, Stephanie. A lot of big differences. Uh, I, I th- Okay, so here's the big... Let's just talk straight. Here's sure. the biggest difference between me and Jessica. Jessica pretends to be a moderate. And then she runs around saying, well, I'm married to a Republican who I've never heard of any Republican who endorses a Democrat because he endorses his wife, but okay. I've never seen him at any rallies. I've never seen either one of them speak out. She says she wants to make change in New Mexico. When's the last time she went to the roundhouse and did anything? What bill has she presented? What bill has she backed? What has she done to help anybody do anything to make this state better? I jumped on the bandwagon years ago when they elected Lujan to try and make change of the state. What has she done? Absolutely nothing. I've been out there advocating for our gun rights, uh, trying to do things to help the sheriffs get crime lowered. Uh, I want... I want the money to follow the children so that the parents have a choice of where we're going to put their schools. I don't hear anything from her except the same old blah, blah, blah. We're going to change things. We're going to lower crime. Guess what happens? They get elected, nothing. When I get elected, I actually will try to do the things that I said I'm going to do. Stephanie, I love your candidacy. I love what you're doing. Uh, your opponent is supported by Bloomberg Anti-Gun Front Group every town. She uh, encouraged her supporters to donate to Antifa groups, as you mentioned. Yep. She supports the decriminalization of meth, cocaine, and heroin. And that's according to her Twitter back on uh, July the 13th of 2017. And she refused to pledge not to raise taxes uh, on right. New Mexico. You're clearly the different uh, candidate uh, that's up there. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. I want thank you to check you. in a couple of more times before uh, we go to the polls uh, officially. But a lot of people are out early voting. What are you doing to uh, help other candidates and help yourself to deal with the early voting? So basically what I've been doing is, from day one, I've been asking people to tell, to tell their neighbors they need to get out to vote. We've been out there um, trying to get people to vote early, which they are in record numbers. I don't know if you saw that, like 71,000 people voted early already. 
Uh, what I do is when I'm out talking to people, when I'm out sending out information, I talk about the other candidates because I want us all to win. Not just me. This is about everybody. It's about getting Greg Schmidt's elected and, and everybody else that's on that ticket elected. And I know that it's going to take quite a bit of work, but we're kind of working together this time. I like it. Well, Stephanie, I, I got to say, Lord 2020, check it out, folks. Go donate. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening right here in the Kiva. AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. To me.